in five, four, three. Hello and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike, aka Dad and Buried of Instagram fame. You probably know me from Instagram. Maybe you've seen me you're, on the street. You're huge on Instagram. I am pretty huge. I'm you are approaching pretty big. 200K. Let's hit 200K by uh, by June, guys. All right, let's but do you know this. Who's hot on your tail? This lady here, yeah. my wife, mom and buried. I'm not going to use your real name. I don't need people DMing you thinking that they can throw the intimacy card with because I know your real name. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking Fine. about. I don't know. All right. So to this week, it's our 102nd episode. If you didn't know, we are into the second 100. We hit 100 episodes a couple of weeks ago. Last week, we did Mother's Day. Um, we got Mama Bird's input, and then I proceeded to absolutely crush Mother's Day. What do you think? Did I do okay? I think you did pretty good. Now, someone pointed out, I believe, on one of your posts that... Um, after last year, it was a real low bar for, like, everyone. Oh, yeah, but last year I did pretty good, you too. You did really great. Last year you pulled off an awesome brunch at home. I got lucky last year. Um, this year I put in a lot of effort. Um, nothing huge, just a bunch of little things um, over the course of the weekend because we do Mother's Day weekend because I like having extra chances to get it right. If I blow it on <laughs> Friday, try again on Saturday. If I blow it on Saturday, I got Sunday. Well, we had a date on Friday night, which yeah. was, like, you know, because of science... Yeah. Our babysitter. Vaccines. We're both vaccinated Ooh. and we had a babysitter. Amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, the things you can do. So get vaccinated. That's the PSA that'll turn off some people yeah. here. <laughs> well, and, I don't think they're listening anymore. So. Um, also, so that was nice. We got to go out. And and we, we went had to like a museum. A an we went museum. to a museum. We went in an enclosed building. Again, um, we've been vaccinated. <laughs> we still wore masks. We still we wore still masks, careful. and I still think that it's not a zero risk situation, no, especially for someone not for you like me risk, who yeah. has an autoimmune disease. That being said, um, feeling increasingly safer, especially here in New York, where the rates are down to like one percent yeah. because of all the vaccinations. I'm just going to applaud that. Thank you for making my Mother's Day a little bit better. Science. I posted a thing about you know why you should get vaccinated, and people get mad at me, and I'm like, look. I understand it's your choice. If it's your choice for like legitimate reasons, fine. If it's your choice because you think Bill Gates put a microchip in there or because, you know, Trump thinks being in the sun will kill it, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I hope like somebody should should blindfold you and then just give okay. you the okay. okay. Get you know a little what, off though? topic. This is not the topic this the week. Topic, we hope everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day, but the topic especially is... Especially you single dads who are pulling double duty as moms and dads. You know, I love you. And <laughs> so because, you know, we, we say a lot of jokes here, we say a lot of jokes, but, you know, why don't we still bask in the glory of Mother's Day or just parenting in general? And this week we're going to talk about what you're good at. So as I said on Instagram, when I asked for questions, we're going to do a little, we're going to hit the positivity tip. So yeah, they say we're on the positive, something like Eric Knees would say, which I also said on Instagram. And one person was like, I love that you referenced Eric Knees. And every single other person was like, who the fuck is that guy? He was like, on you MTV, didn't watch the right? grind back in the day. Yeah, he was on the first real world back when it was wow. actually like a documentary and not an orgy. Um, <laughs> it really was kind of still an orgy at the beginning. <laughs> anyway, we're trying, to, orgy. we're trying to do something a little bit positive this week. So we're going to talk about what you're good at, um, which is not easy for me because I'm not good at anything when it comes to parenting. Um, I should specify what you're good at at parenting, not what you're good at in general, because, like, again, that's also tough for me. Um, but I, I'm good at Mother's Day, apparently, two for two, two years in a row. 
It's pretty good. Thank so, you, Dad and Mary. You know what was and nice? And also the kids. Mainly the kids. Mainly the kids. What was nice is a lot, we got a lot of comments, a lot of people, um, there were a lot of jokes, but a lot of people did give themselves some credit. Um, one person even messaged me to say that, because I think in my, I was self-deprecating as usual in my story where I asked for questions and I was like, you know, I'm not good at anything. And somebody was like, you don't give yourself enough credit. Um, and I was like, oh, go on, right? And then I let her talk about how good I am at, at parenting. Um, it was actually my mom. She follows me. <laughs> like, she doesn't know you. No. Um, <laughs> That's right. She's like, who's this person who's telling you you're good at stuff? She doesn't know you. Yeah, please. She obviously yeah. doesn't know you. You don't know my dog. You obviously we're, But we're going to talk about dog. things you're good at, you know, and that I'm good at and that all of you are good at because a lot of us feel really down, especially after the last year of mm -hmm. absolute fucking hell shit show and feel like we're failing it. Literally everything. Well, we've but all today, got a little lax, right? We've let some things go. We've maybe, we've done some episodes about this where we've given up on screen time limits. We've given up on ourselves a little bit. Not me, I look great. Not not you, you look incredible. Thank you, Thank honey, you. for being yeah, you. I, but I try some to of keep us, it together. I wear a hoodie, you know, 95% of the time. It just is what it is. Um, discipline maybe is going a little bit out the window. Exercise, all this kind of stuff. Um, and it was nice to see a lot of people coming together um, and coming forward and saying what they're good at. What's interesting is it wasn't yeah. like, what's your, I didn't say like, what is your partner good at? I just said, what are you good at? So people were yeah. kissing their own asses a bunch, which, well, that's you know what? Good. I think I'm here everyone, for there's a lot of burnout out there. A lot of people feel down on themselves like they're, and moms all the time have this mom guilt and like the feeling of failing and what's you know, that? Dads don't have anxiety or guilt. No, none of them. Um, we all do. So yay, we are going to celebrate you all this episode and all the things that, that you're we are just I mean, really look, fucking rocking, you know? Let's not go crazy. There's not that many things, okay? There's, there's, <laughs> I don't know. There's we some categories. We do have a lot of stuff. I was actually right. impressed. So when we come back after the break, we're going to get into what you're good at, what I'm good at. We'll spend a fair amount of time. I'll take about a minute and a half. And then what you're good at. Although I'm not going to, I'm not just going to sit here kissing your ass. We just had Mother's Day. Okay? It's dad season now, right? Hot dad yeah. season. No. Dilf season. Okay. Right? All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Five, four. All right, welcome back to the Dad and Buried podcast. This week we're talking about what you're good at uh, when it comes to parenting. Um, we'll see how long this episode goes. We did get a lot of a lot of feedback. Yes, I'm excited for people giving themselves some credit. Before we get into that, I want to remind everybody, um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, my blog. I also have a podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. My wife is on Instagram. And, at Mom and Buried. I'm sorry, at Mom and Buried. Um, Twitter, you're on Twitter. You don't use it too much? I don't really use Twitter that much. Instagram's really, really Where my you're at. I am I, Actually, I'm on TikTok. I'm starting to delve into TikTok. I'm not just doing the chapstick anymore, so you can catch well, me there. Should we start doing like couples TikTok dances? No, we should not. Like synchronated dancing? No, we should not. We should involve the children? No, we should we not. We should do a whole family. Thing. I am going to cut the stick <laughs> off right now. I will leave the house and not come back. Um, all right. So just obviously you can go on, you can listen on Spotify and Apple. Please give us reviews. So you know what? I called out and I was like, hey, haven't gotten any reviews in a while. Give me some. A bunch of people clicked. No new reviews. No new ratings. I don't need reviews. Just ratings. Come on. Go on Apple. So a they're it's good clicking for us. and just not doing it. Apparently I checked like my insights. There are like a bunch of link clicks and nobody actually input anything unless no, it's I just know. delayed. I don't know. Maybe it's delayed. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You can throw us some money on Patreon and Anchor if you want. Shop.spreadshirt.com is a, there's a Dilf mug, Dad and Buried. You know, whatever. Oh yeah. Great Father's Day gift. 
Dilf Mug. Dilf Mug is a Get it for yourself. Awesome. You deserve it. You're a Dilf you'd like to, I, right? I, I bought one for you. You did? Yeah. Thanks, honey. I'm good. Okay, so we're talking about things you're good at, and it's not necessarily something that I'm good at talking about, right? So the first comment I got here, I wanted to S. Bladen, B-L-A-D-E-N, said, why is it so easy to think negative stuff and coming up with the good stuff is so hard? For me, I prefer talking about, I mean, look, if you followed any of my stuff, if you read my blog, if you've seen a meme, I prefer talking about the negative stuff. I think it's funnier. Um, I think, it, it, look, obviously there's some hyperbole and some exaggeration, but I, I tend to think it's a little bit more honest. Um, and I think it's more helpful to, to shit on yourself a little bit and let people know that you're challenged by parenting too and you're not that great at it either. That's where solidarity comes in. Somebody who's talking about how good they are, they look all put together and they're all great. You know, we've talked about this plenty of times. Um, it doesn't ring true to me and I don't think it's particularly helpful. It raises some false expectations. Um, and but I just have an easier time, time talking about negative stuff. It's more fun. It's funnier. Yeah, at the I same mean, time sometimes what? you need to tone it the fuck down, honestly. <laughs> But um, I understand it's funnier, and I think we both, you know, make our jokes in that, and that's part of the way of coping with it. But at the same time, mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes it is really hard for a lot of people to give themselves some shout-outs. So let's, 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 let's get into what it. people are good at. So we're going to start with the baby stuff, right? Because you know what? Before you have kids, you're like, this baby stuff's going to be so hard and everything's going to get easier since then. Guess what? You're wrong. It's the opposite. We don't have to get into that right now. I think we did an episode on what's the easiest part of parenting. The baby stuff is the easiest. It's the most inconvenient and it's the hardest to get used to maybe at the beginning. Again, again, again okay. for the new moms out there, he is a man. I am a man. And, I'm a man. Um, if you're breast, a breastfeeding mom like mm -hmm. I was... Mm -hmm. um, he does not have breasts. I do not have they, any yeah. insight into the and, breastfeeding um, experience. So when they're with... Fed is best is my insight. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm 100% for that. In our case, we had a colicky baby who would not take a bottle literally ever. Mm -hmm. He would not. He refused. And he screamed in my face every night, all night long. <laughs> and he was attached to my boot. So, again, not the easiest. I understand you were getting some good sleep then. Ironically. Not me. <laughs> ironically, when I scream in somebody's face, it's usually because I have been at the bottle. Get it? Get it? <laughs> One time I was at a, a fast food place in, in Boston and I said I was going to smash some guy's sideburns upside his face. What does that even mean? Guess what? <laughs> it doesn't, mean anything. doesn't matter. Get the, he didn't step. He didn't step to this. Okay. I explained to our son what uh, don't sing it, bring it means. So Anybody the, like Chris Heron out there? Anyway. First person, Sarah Tish. Said uh, she was good at the birth part. The birth part. All right. I mean, that's a huge one. Can Especially you be if good you're at going natural and stuff? That's fucking awesome. Can you be that's good at the shit. birth part. Like you can be good at enduring it, and there's nothing more impressive than a woman enduring that. I mean, look, I've stubbed my toe. I've had the hiccups. Probably about the same as what extended labor is like. Right? Do you agree? Have you ever had the hiccups? You probably wouldn't understand. No, um, I couldn't possibly relate. So, but it, obviously there's probably nothing more impressive in the world than a woman, you know, bearing a child for nine months and then giving birth, whether it's with an epidural, whether it's n all natural, whether it's in a tub in your kitchen. Remember? It's all crazy. Remember? Um, the last one is the craziest. Why would you eat in your kitchen again? It's so weird. Remember, <laughs> remember <laughs> 10 years ago no when offense. I was in a hospital that was our I don't remember this and at all. And for 21 hours, I was in labor, and I kept refusing the epidural because yeah. I heard it would slow things down. And then eventually, they were like, I mean, it's pretty fucking slow. Your, do <laughs> your doctor was like, why don't we give it a shot? And then it give went... Give it a shot. Bada yeah, bing, bada I know, boom. I got a nap, 
like for me personally that worked but uh, it was excruciating pain not as painful as the sofa you slept on no I'm sure. the, look that it's... hurt my neck for a couple hours like I had a crick <laughs> it sucked but look Sarah Tish deserves all the credit in the world all you moms who've managed to give birth um you know and it worked out okay that's incredibly impressive Kudos to you. Golf clap. Not even a sarcastic golf clap. I just want to clap. Maybe I should snap. I'm a really good snapper. Um, but honestly, it's all downhill. From uh, You're good at giving birth, and then the rest of it is just like, what is this shit show? Sometimes, literally. Um, like, Bags Jr., B-A-G-G-S, says that she was good at the diaper change. Her wiggle... So, I don't understand. She says she's good at the diaper change. Her wiggle monster loves to roll in poop. So, I'm assuming what she means is she's good at preventing her little wiggle monster from rolling in the poop. Yeah, I guess, because I wouldn't say a kid covered in shit is a success yeah, story, no. but, you know. <laughs> it's not actually, it's not flying colors. I mean, um, except for our brown, second, Except for brown. The hammer um, really liked to pee all over everything. Yeah, including got, your, your face and yeah, your Yeah, your face. He was, dude was a lot. He's still you know, a lot. Here's a, a fun <laughs> tip. You, if you're, like, in the desert and you're dehydrated, you can drink your own urine, just not your baby's. It will not be good for you, okay? You know what? Clander 2 here says, I was so good at changing diapers. Sadly, my kids are now 8 and 10. I think one funny thing about when we first had Melody kids Bostic. is that you literally had never had any kid experience. experience. Yeah. Like, I have younger brothers and sisters. I have nieces and nephews. I've been around kids all my life. Tons of kids. Everywhere. I spent fault. my life avoiding children until I had them. Yeah, man. you were the baby of your family and the first one to have a kid. So I remember you coming to me and you legit had no idea how to change a diaper. Just no fucking idea. But guess what? I aced it. I did it once and then I was well, like, a it took some time. But it was really funny. I remember being very miffed being like, what do you mean? You don't know how to do it. It's, it's just, not my it's fault. So I don't People know. have different life experiences. It's not my right. fault. The question, the, 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 I stepped up. And I got the job done and I changed a shitload of diapers. Probably not as many as Ryan Reynolds, the world's greatest super dad of all time, but a fair amount. Okay. I got some problems with Ryan You're Reynolds. Right. I got some problems with Ryan Reynolds. Sir Dougie Fresh said he's going <laughs> 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 to. Sounds totally like Ryan Reynolds is going to have another problem. Don't sing it, bring it. Uh, Sir Dougie Fresh says he was good at burping the baby and that's it. And this is one of the things I found refreshing about this is while we did get a lot of comments where people were giving themselves credit, most people were very much like this one thing and that's about it um, or this one or two things. And I appreciate that because this shit is hard and there's not a lot of stuff um, that a lot of people are good at. So S. Bladen, who said... I don't know. I have a very lengthy list. But okay. you Congratulations. <laughs> S. Bladen, who was like, why is it so easy to think of the negative stuff? instead of the good stuff, says she thinks she's good at reading with her kids and taking them outside. So we got a lot of uh, good at reading comments. Yeah. Math teacher girl says I'm reading, good at reading. My four baby elephants says I'm awesome at reading to my kids every night. Kinga Kava says uh, teaching them to love books and reading together, which I think we've done a pretty good job. Certainly with the oldest, he loves the books, loves oldest, reading. oldest, um, definitely we had books every night. I can't say we have books every night with the hammer. Yeah. That being said, we have books every day. Like, it's there. Just yeah. sometimes at bedtime when they're literally jumping on the bed because that's yeah. the time they want to jump on the bed and I don't understand why. No. And please go the fuck to sleep. I have no interest like, in reading then, to you at that point. We're not, yeah. <laughs> we're not Although we have been. We've been, I think, even better lately. The only thing I want to read at that point is the label on my beer. Am I right? Look at that. Fist bump. <laughs> so, there's one thing that I'm terrible at. So, MPK underscore Chronopia says... She's good at reading books and making up voices for all the different characters. I can't 
like I'm great at a handful of impressions. Um, like when I do Sean Connery singing don't. Dave Matthews. Please don't Tell do. me, who's the king of your satellite castle, right? <laughs> Nobody even remembers that, that right? Every once in a while, I nail it. But guys, understand, I've heard a lot of bad fucking impressions from Look, Dad and Barry. And a lot of great ones. So my our friend Tim, he's the kind of guy who will, like, do voices. And, like, he plays, he would, like, do kids' parties sometimes with his guitar. And, like, no shame, not self-conscious yeah, at all. first time we I'll visited be, him, it was awkward. I'll be, <laughs> with his kid. I'll be in the room at night, like, reading my kid a story. And, like, I'm self-conscious about doing voices then um i guess I, you know i just sort of i need an audience right to get my juices flowing but i've never been really good at you know doing the funny voices and stuff i'm really good at reading really fast and skipping pages without my kids knowing um but that's about it oh yeah no but like now they're starting to memorize the shit they're like no 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 i'm sorry you missed the part where the hungry caterpillar oh, yeah, has not no. eaten the cake yet, they can Mom. tell. Like, what are you skipping, bro? Yeah. Get back to that page. Then you end up doubling the amount yeah, of time you're it reading. It really you backfires. Know, it really is. So, obviously, look, we got a ton, a ton of jokes because the people, this podcast is for fun. All of the stuff that I do. Uh, our is followers to have a on of Instagram laughs. are the absolute fucking best. They are great. And they have a great sense of humor. I.e. like ours. <laughs> Except when you, like, if you hashtag stuff like MAGA forever, you bring in a lot of yeah, people I mean, that don't have great sense of humor, and then I get to fuck with them and shit on them. I enjoy that. But like we got a lot of jokes, right? So, right now. KT Brothers says, uh, he's, she says, uh, can I say none of it in terms of what she's good at? And which is funny. So I'm watching The Bad Batch, which is the new animated show on Disney Plus about Star Wars um, with my kid. He really wants me to watch it. I'm not a Star Wars expanded universe guy. I never watched Clone Wars. Whatever. I'm trying to bond with my kid. She's making me. She's like, he really wants to bond with you. I'm like, whatever. Oh, I have to watch TV for half an hour? Fine. So we so, won't put bonding with the kid there's a on little the list kid. of your accomplishments. Got it. <laughs> there's a little kid on the show and the episode we watched last night, the latest episode, um, another character was like, you know, raising or parenting or raising a kid is a lot harder than being a soldier. And I'm watching it with my kid, and I, as this is happening, I'm like, I really hope he's understanding this, and he realizes how hard parenting is, so that he gives me a little bit of leeway in terms of how much Dude, I fuck up. Because we had totally a bit of a rough day at, like, yesterday. The costumes or something. Yeah, the he fucking is. Thing. <laughs> the well, background. We had, we had a bit of a rough day yesterday. We did. We and had I'm a hell of a day. He saw that episode and was like, "Oh, you're right. You know, my dad is is struggling at this too. Nobody's just naturally good at parenting. I mean, you'd think he'd be good after ten years, but no, I'm uh, still yeah. not. You know, um, let's give him like twenty to thirty years, and I bet he'll pick up that message. All he needs is his ears open. So uh, W underscore R I T E underscore on. So right on says uh, good at repeating mistakes. Me too. Thank you. Uh, Drew Blount, I can F up a perfectly good day so well. Again, another one of my strengths. <laughs> one of your best accomplishments. Chan Cantastic says she's good at the part after they go to sleep. Me too, especially when it comes to... A little, a little something, something, a little end of day beer. A little you something, know, I'll something. say um, there are some days though, Dad and Barry, that you save where like, I'm. if you're in the right mindset, if you get Dad and Barry on a really good day, and it's going hard, and I'm about to lose it, you can reel it back in, especially mm -hmm. because they expect you to, <laughs> to not to, to be, be the opposite. You know, so when it's like, whoa, we got fun, easy going, Dad and Barry, and he's not losing his shit at all the shit that Mom and Barry's not Let losing. Let you in on a little secret. I'm a moody guy. 
All right, it happens. And then my mood is 95% of the time shitty. All right, so I have, <laughs> done, a, I have done a tweet about this once where I was like, one of the keys to surviving parenting with your spouse or your partner or whatever is that neither of you wants to, you, you don't both want to kill your kids at the same time. So like, if you're if one of you is really frustrated, hopefully the other one is in a good enough place to like remove the kids or remove that person and take over and come in and maybe salvage the day or vice versa. And that is really just about communication and understanding your partner and all hands on deck and that kind of thing. It's really nice when it works out that way. I know it can't always, guys. Don't don't be sitting there thinking that, oh, yes, it's always this perfect balance. And one of them, oh, no. no. Um, We're terrible. But sometimes it's, it's great. So uh, here's another thing I'm great at. The Papa French says, Instagramming from the toilet. Fucking... Absolutely so one of it. your top three talents. Thank Probably you. 75% of the Thanks. posts that you see on Instagram are from our toilets. Here's one of your top three talents. Dawn McThree says, overanalyzing what I got wrong. Oh, yeah. You're the queen of overanalysis. I overanalyze <laughs> literally everything I'm doing as I'm doing it. Earlier today, I was with the hammer in the park. And I'm doing the whole mom thing and I'm playing the snake game or whatever you want to play. <laughs> okay. and I'm Let's doing... clarify. The snake game is not as weird <laughs> as it sounds. It involves actual snakes. He likes to pretend snakes are right. It doesn't matter. He's in a real weird snake phase. But <laughs> I we're think like it's a phase. Running so. around in like the forest or whatever. Or we're playing this game and I'm like, I'm being like fucking super mom, right? In my mind, I'm, like I'm analyzing. No, not that I'm blowing it, but I'm analyzing things like, okay, but... How can I be at this level all the time? And blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm fucking epic, um, Dawn McThree. Uh, you and I should not get together. In <laughs> yeah, no. Do not get together. It That's just, no. It's just a downward spiral <laughs> waiting to happen. VC underscore zero seven says, she's great at pretending I got my shit together. Um, I don't pretend. That's one of the things. I would say that I'm, I'm honest to a fault and I don't ever pretend that I have my shit together. Yeah. Sometimes even if I do have my shit together, I'll pretend I don't because it's more entertaining. You know? Oh, come on. Can't we sometimes also be transparent when things are going well and you're not sometimes. a piece of shit human? I do sometimes. <laughs> I'll get serious every once in a while and admit, be like, no, hey, I'm good do. at this or you I'm do. good at that every once in a while. I try to mix it up. Uh, Gabby Aivas, uh, I feel like maybe that was Gabby Jeevas, says she's good at carrying a kid surfboard style mid-meltdown and not spilling her coffee. That's a real talent. That is a talent. The surfboard thing is, is good. stiff as a board. Um, which our hammer has gotten really into lately, stiff as a board sort of thing. Only then, <laughs> that when you try to embrace the stiff as a board, he starts kicking. Yep. And he's freakishly strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> freakishly like, you know strong. when you're trying to get clothes on a baby, and you can't tell if the baby's really strong, or if you're just being too cautious, you don't want to, like, twist their arm? Same thing with, like, a five-year-old, except he actually is strong, and it's sort of scary. But no, he gets you in the jaw, he it's trouble. Always been a little, a lot. Like, he was in the NICU. He's in the NICU. Mm -hmm. And it take like, three nurses to, like, hold him down and be like, wow, God, this kid is freakishly strong. Is the NICU one of the Jonas Brothers? Mr. Perfectly Fine. Right, That's another right. Taylor Swift song I like. Okay. I do. I like it. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Uh, T-S-K-A mom says she's great at bribery. You know what? You have to be to be a good parent. You have to be able to lay down a bribery once in a while. I'm good at threats. Actually, I'm not that good at threats because I, I over-threat, which you get upset about. Um, agitated Alien says, is anyone actually good at it? And you know what? Um, I don't think... I think people are good. They have good moments. Um, and the key is to hopefully have a balance between the good moments and the bad. You know what? Um, one of my favorite things I've ever heard from a therapist. <laughs> so 
you can see how perfect it's going over here. My therapy session is... No shame in therapy. Any... No, absolutely not. Any parent who cares as much as you do about these things, you're sitting here mm -hmm. overanalyzing yes. with me... That's a good ...is sign. a good parent. Right. Like, she's like, you know, you're playing the long game, but in the end, you know, I think it'll be okay. It all feels like... Huge failure right now, and it feels hard, and it is hard. But is hard. if you care that much, yeah. then you're in a good place. If you're so giving that's yourself anxiety, you and you're nervous, and you're worrying about it, and you're that conscientious, if you're a odds are fucking wreck you're over doing your something kids, right. Not winning. caring is the worst thing you can do as a parent, and right. I should know because I've tried it. <laughs> I honestly wish I could care less. I have a lot less anxiety about it. Um, all right, so this is a good segue to some of the emotional stuff. I was just going to say this is your this is your bailiwick. Yeah, I know that word. Emotional stuff. So Aurora of the Dead says she's good at saying sorry when she's been an asshole because she was too tired. And I will say, I'm pretty good at that too. I'm not necessarily good always in the moment, but I do realize the value and the necessity of Absolutely. if you blow up at your kid, or even if you're like fighting with your spouse in front of your kids, or you have a, just a bad moment. Going up to your kid afterward and explaining, hey, you look, you know, I'm sorry that happened. I'm human too. I have emotions sometimes. You know, I'm struggling too, like we saw in the Bad Batch. Please take that to heart. <laughs> bad Batch is getting a lot of press here. <laughs> um, but it's important to own up to your mistakes and to be transparent with your kid and be like, look, parenting is hard. I don't always know what I'm doing. Most of the time I'm dominating, but sometimes I'm blowing it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit it to you. I think I would agree. You are good at that. And I think together... You know, all parents don't necessarily completely align on the way they see parenting the kids and stuff. The discipline, yeah. But you and I are both in the camp of being like, okay, you know, I might nudge you or vice versa being like, you got to go talk to them because mm -hmm. you've said that to me too. And I won't lie. I've been going through some shit, guys, and I'm not my best self. And my patience is thinner than it's been Her patience ever. is so thin, she's almost it's almost as thin as mine is on a good day. That's not true. Let's be. <laughs> that's just rude. I just said I'm going through some shit. What are yeah. you laying on I'm me for? I'm sorry. Um, no, Making anyway. worse, as usual. But definitely, I think it's important to, you know, you apologize, you say you're sorry, you explain it. And because I don't want my kids growing up thinking that it's just okay to act that way mm -hmm. and also thinking that it's not okay to make mistakes you know sure. and seeing your parents make mistakes and own up to them i think is a huge thing you need to take you know? responsibility have some accountability it's a big part of being an adult yeah because if you are one of those parents that's acing every fucking moment of your life this is not the podcast like for Reynolds. you <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> Unless you want well, to make yourself you feel, feel even better. Real yeah, good. Yeah. In which case, you're welcome. So, Untethering Annie says she's good at the emotional stuff. The, the, she says, my kids' feelings are safe with me even if I don't understand them. And I will say that you are really good at that. Um, I'm not as good at necessarily uh, empathizing with some stuff. Even when it comes to some stuff that you're going through, sometimes I struggle um, to understand some of that and to relate and to, to like, it well. Process it Certainly in the moment. Um you know, but I think you're very good at that and, and, and being really in tune and in touch with their feelings and allowing them to have them. And sometimes that's where my apologies come in after the fact, where I don't react to something well in the moment. But after the fact, I'll be like, okay, I got to do some uh, mop-up duty here so my kids don't hate me. 
odd way to put it, but okay. Um, I will say our 10-year-old is an emotional person, much like me. Um, and For better or worse. Sorry. No. <laughs> I think it's good. I think that that will fare him well, but it's it's harder to be a highly emotional person than probably not to be. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been that. But he'll come and talk to me about it pretty openly about everything. Terrified about the teen years because yeah. shit's going to get real. Because he will talk to me about everything. Well, we'll see. But I wouldn't go talk to my parents about everything. And I do take that as a bit of a success. So I yay on you parents out there that your kids feel safe sharing their feelings. So Vivike uh, Havaragard, it sounds like... Um... Scandinavian name of some kind. Thanks for listening. Says that she's good at making her kids feel loved and consoling them when they are upset or sad, which is sort of the same kind of thing, which is great. Um, again, I'm not necessarily always good at reacting well in the moment, but I think I am good at that kind of thing. Um, once I've kind of calmed down and after the fact and gone and made it made it clear that, you know, I'm not as much of a monster as I just seemed like I was like two minutes ago. You need more processing time, and unfortunately, with kids, it's you don't get any. Yeah, it's just click, click, click. Let's go. Uh, Eliza Stricty says that she's great at endless snuggles and taking care of them where when they are sick. So I would be great at endless snuggles if my kids like giving them to me. <laughs> they like to give them to her, and sometimes yes. I'll say, "Hey, Hammer, can I have a snuggle?" And he'll just immediately go to her, like in my face, like yeah, really rude. Yeah. Um. What is well? What is a uh, reasoning for he I you're just, more comfortable i'm partially. more comfortable yeah. i'm softer which okay sounds like an insult but let, i think it's mainly boobs. let me have a couple more uh, a couple but, more years of six packs and we'll be pretty soft let's not go there <laughs> let's not um but the worst thing the hammer does this is cruel guys this is cruel he will say you get 30 yeah, seconds yeah. of snuggles and it'll be like alexa yeah, he'll timer. set a timer 30? for how long a snuggle he's going to give me. And then halfway through, like a one-minute snuggle, he'll go, Alexa, how much time is left? <laughs> like, legitimately. Like, he's like, oh, Jesus, I got another 45 seconds of this bullshit? And then he'll get off me and go back to you. <laughs> he, like, makes me earn them. He'll be like, if you do this, you'll earn 10 minutes of snuggles. And then the, I never get that 10 minutes, never even close. He gets bored after 10 seconds. It's unbelievable. You just get them... Yeah. I have to earn I mean, them. I am also great at endless snuggles. And since sometimes I'll be laid up with like MS issues and stuff like yeah. that. Um, that's good. That's good. Although sometimes endless snuggles can be like. Annoying. Get off. It'll me. be like, dude, I need a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is one of the things I absolutely love about having a little. I wanted to talk about this one thing that Elise Strictus says. She says she's very good at taking care of her kids when they are sick. Hello, Gatorade and TV. So obviously, sick kids love when their moms dote on them. Uh, I've written about this in my blog in the past. I think while it's great, and I certainly um, was, was there for that when I was a kid, this is where the man flu comes from. This is where <laughs> man colds come from. This is why women hate their husbands when they're sick, because husbands have been bred to expect this kind of care from their moms and from the women in their lives. And then, you know, if you didn't dote on our kids when they were sick, they wouldn't grow up to be husbands who were doting on or waiting for their wives to dote on them. Okay. So, okay. Counterpoint. You did it yourself. You do it to yourselves. Me, a female, and my three sisters in my family were all doted on. We got to lay in mom's bed. They would give us like ginger ale and crackers. Mm -hmm. There was a TV in mom's room. We also got that treatment. 
but then we grew the fuck up, <laughs> took care of ourselves, and also took care of our men when they have a sniffle. Look, there's scientific studies that show that the flu hits, oh, the colds hit men harder, please. okay? That's just the way it is. And look, fuck this. Who wants to be good at being sick? Sorry I'm not good at being sick. Sorry I'm miserable. Sorry I just want to be laying down and watching TV. Sorry I don't want to do shit. Yeah, who does when they're sick? Are the you talking about... We do do shit. We power through. Shut up, ladies. Are you talking about when you're sick or just in general? In both. Who wants assume. to do anything ever? Let's be real here. I like to do things. Okay. Speaking of things you like, being sentimental is one of them. So we got a lot of these okay. comments. So Ben <laughs> Bentini eighty. This whole thing isn't just about sentimental. This Come part on. is. Well, the, this part is. Bentini eighty, and a bunch of people said this thing. Says she's really good at making things fun. We have two little boys, and I love to have dance parties with them, sing, play games, do messy art projects that kids love, go on adventures. All of that is shit that you like to do and that you do that I'm not interested. You in. know what? I don't I like fun. Bentini, this I'm I'm good. A, a lot of things that make things fun. And I'm good at traditions, which we're about to get to. Yes. Well, but she mentions that too. I don't like messy art projects because I do not like messes. Mm -hmm. Neither like do our slime. kids. Our kids weird. hate slime. Yeah. So that, that really works out yeah. for me. Um, and we do, I don't know, we'll have little dance parties and stuff like that. But I'm not like, I don't know. I know there are people on Instagram where the moms just seem to be fucking mm -hmm. dancing and singing all the time. And I'm like, what? Well, maybe like, if you did that, you'd go viral on TikTok. But no, you don't want to take one for the team? No, no. you don't either. No. I already said, couples. The world's not TikTok. ready for these dance Come moves. Come on, let's go. <laughs> You're really not? <laughs> if you were at our wedding, you would know. Oh, come on. I crushed our dance. Okay. Okay. So, Bentini80 <laughs> says she's also very good at starting and keeping traditions. We make our pizza every Friday night and watch a movie. Once a month, we have pajama day, way more during COVID. We deliver little baskets to neighbors on May Day, play board games, and bake something on rainy days, blah, blah, blah. So, I would say Mom and Buried is huge on making things special and making traditions, just like Bentini80 having our Friday night movie nights. Yeah, um, we obviously, those. we've had way more during COVID, not just Fridays as well. Um, our Ellis Island says that she's great at making birthdays really special. Again, you dominate birthdays and parties, these kind of special things. Um, Celia, S-Y-L-I-A-A, says she makes a sick fucking scavenger hunt. She does that too. She did a whole Goonies map thing where she like burnt the side of the map so yeah. it looked like it had been aged. We're in the park. There's clues. She's reading them. And I've been roped into like helping write the clues. Here's the thing though. That stuff has backfired. And now every single occasion... My 10-year-old wants a scavenger hunt. I'm like, buddy, I'm not writing like five poems to find something in the fucking downstairs bathroom, okay? We Kid? do, for for birthdays and um, even this year for Christmas, we did a scavenger hunt. There's a lot of it. And he likes to do them for me, like for mom's birthday, for Mother's Day, he wanted to do one. He's just all about them. I think that's kind of sweet. And it feels like something that he might pass on. You know, you reminded me of uh -oh. the... Um, the it was a pirate birthday, yeah, but a Goonies, Goonies birthday. You wore a Goonies t-shirt. Like, I did, because, you know, Goonies, never say die. Awesome. Anyway. Okay. Um, it was very pirate-themed. Um, it wasn't even, I think, the best birthday party I've thrown. Harry Potter, I would say, was one of my best accomplishments But there wasn't a scavenger on that one, but there yes. There was a scavenger hunt. But anyway, it was an the burn party. map and everything, like at the Harry Potter birthday, I actually had like... She trained simulated... owls that went to people's houses and <laughs> dropped invitations, people. I became an owl trigger. No, but I did send like the special 
mail invitations, which alone is whatever. We had candles. We had a great hall. We had candles hanging from the ceiling. I had ceiling. to do so much stupid bullshit. Tape the candles to the ceiling, blowing up all sorts of balloons. I we always get like roped a, into this crap. This is why I don't like this stuff. We had the like platform and stuff. Yeah, the the, the, hog, the train station one. It was like a court, whatever that stupid thing is where they walk through the brick wall. And then we've done like Avengers ones where Daddy Zelda. Mary... Always, oh, I was Zelda, Thanos. Zelda yeah, was at the great, Avengers one. But you had to be Thanos, and then just a huge troop of kids just attacked you. With what was it? With paintballs or something? Um, that was silly string. God, I, a couple yeah, of kids really I mean, went for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like when they were like nine. They really went for it. I miss in COVID those big birthdays. We did manage oh. to do a sweet one for um the hammer this year, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, we did with our friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Dino themed. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on birthdays. Well, this September is, is 11th. So maybe there'll be and another we're ready. one. I right. think it's God, time. I hope, God, I hope not. And you know, I do think the thing about traditions, which is interesting to see is detective Munch is 10 now. And we too have made so many traditions. Like for instance, like it'll be around Christmas and we usually go to this neighborhood that has like, um, Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah. Decker Heights. And it's, we were getting um, close to like past the Christmas season. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah. He's like, he's no, got this... the checklist traditions, man. We got to go apple picking. <laughs> we got to get pumpkins. <laughs> we got to do Christmas. But he lights. has your anxiety gotta... over it. As we mentioned earlier, he's emotional, has anxiety about that stuff. And he'll be like, oh shit, we're going to miss this. Or like, oh, what if we don't do this tradition? And he'll get all like, but reclamped. we always love the traditions. Well, we really? Okay. Okay. Well, you're the problem. <laughs> so a, a handful of people said that they're good at cooking with their kids. Ashet Shail says she's good at cooking with her kids, even though it makes a huge mess and stresses me out. Hello, Mom and Buried. Samantha L. Delaney says she's great at toddler meals. Um, so no, no, we're, not, we're horrible at that. No, it's Our nuggets. toddler slash pre-K are now. He eats nothing. Now, mac Just and nothing. cheese every once in a while. He'll be like... Pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Eggo waffles if we're lucky. Trying to give up. Yeah. Mini muffins. <laughs> The, the what are they called? The little little bites from mm -hmm. Entenmann's. Yep. It's all he eats. He's ninety five percent mini muffins. <laughs> he honestly is for like every day for like two years. He eats a bag of mini muffins every day in the morning. Get off me! You know what? You don't you can't judge my Whatever. life. He's fine. We've I snuck some like cheese and carrots and stuff in them, and those are huge successes. I'm inside the the little, the little bites, <laughs> stuff a carrot inside the mini muffin. No, <laughs> that's gross. Um, Ashley Wow 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 says Ashley Wow Wow says she loves playing with her kids. So um, Ariana Bradford is that her name? Ariana Bradford. She's awesome. She's yes, great. Love her. Follow her on Twitter if on Instagram if you don't. She wrote a blog post I think on like Medium about how she doesn't like playing with her kids and it's okay if you don't like playing with your kids. And I agree. Um, when I was a kid, my my mom and dad weren't like down in the oh trenches fucking playing with me all the time. Never. My kids need to be entertained at all times and that's the problem is if we're not doing it a screen is doing it and uh, you know i'm lazy and don't like playing with my kids all that much so go melt your brains kind of thing you're we a little do better with board games now that the one is older better with board but games yeah. the other one can play but i get out of here with your Candyland crap or we'll do or like rough housing we'll do rough stuff. housing one of them likes to do like some sporty stuff and the older one has nothing to do with that. So that's a problem. They don't like the same things. I do what I can, but it's really fucking boring. I don't want to play trains. Who wants to play trains? I'm not interested. You want to play trains? There's no shame in not liking to play so much games like, four-year-olds like. I hate to bring up snake game again because it makes <laughs> fucking sense. But I'm just standing there and I'm like, We can play snake game later. <laughs> okay, wow. Look at you. No kids allowed. 
I don't. <laughs> this is gross. You're uh, gross. Why did you bring that up? You pervert. Okay. Anyway, um, I absolutely love that even our 10-year-old still plays imaginatively. And he's... Um, For sure. He's an Avengers character. He's all these things. And it's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. But, like, let's say you're pretending you're Harry Potter. Potter. I don't want to be Madame Morrible. I mean, I'll What's dress Madame Morrible. No, oh, person? I'm sorry. That's Wicked. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. even know who that it's is. It's another Harry Potter. That's a Wicked Hagrid. Character. He's always wants you to be Hagrid. Is that a woman? No. Okay. <laughs> it's I Robbie Coltrane. It's Robbie Coltrane. That's something else we're good about. Yeah, Hermione. Dressing up. Okay. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Where's this going? I don't know. It's a um, snake game. I thought we were getting into it. <laughs> I will dress. We are really good at dressing up for Halloween. That's another I've been roped into tradition. it, but I'm yes. incredible at it. Yes, you've been a good um Except snake. that year that I was Fred from Scooby-Doo. My nipples were popping. I was like 300 <laughs> pounds. I did not. Do not look for that photo. Do not scroll back. You will not like what you see, and I don't want to be but reminded. We've done, you've been Hulk. I've been Hulk. I've been Snape. People loved my Snape. Everyone loved your Snape. I, I was Hermione Elliot that year. with uh, E.T. on my bike. Yeah, that was my idea. E.T. in a genius, box. Honestly. E.T. in a box. It's so good. Um, Hannah's DM86 <laughs> says she's great at always having snacks and drinks. It minimizes whining possibilities when out and about. So I think this is something every parent needs to be on top of is... Having your diaper bag or whatever bag you use as the kids get older full of every possible thing. It really sucks because you can never leave the house easily. And this is one of the things that I hate is because every time we're getting ready to go somewhere, you are like prepping for like 45 minutes and you're asking me to go fill the bag with snacks and stuff. And I don't want to do that. I don't know what they want. I just throw everything in there and then or we come back like and they've eaten. In there. Well, we come back and they've eaten one thing and then, then we... The next weekend comes and I add more to it. And then all of a sudden the bag is just full of all the shit that we didn't use last time. All this stuff goes stale. All of it gets ruined. But our 10-year-old yeah, gets hangry. And has, like, I remember this back to, like, when he was, like, we three. We have always known this. Like, we need to feed this kid or it will be miserable. And yet we still somehow don't manage no. to do it every Well, here's time. the thing. He we, resists. We finally, yes, he does resist. And we finally, because he's excited about the activity. Like, last week we went to the museum for the first time in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. We're museum people. It's amazing. We live in New York City. We have access to such great stuff. Um, he was he's super excited, psyched. And he's, like... He's ready to just do the thing. He doesn't want to stop it. And he won't like, eat right? in our he car. He has ADHD too. Oh yeah, and he gets car sick. So mm. he won't really eat in the car. It's a million percent yeah, true. He has gotten car sick. I think he's a little dramatic. Guess that from you. No. Anyway, it's tough he, because but, when he gets in a bad mood, we often are just like, God damn it, we forgot to feed him or we should have forced him to eat. Well, and here's the thing. Like, we're past the point because we're always running late in the morning. And we're always trying to get to these events, like, so we can be back by, like, five or six, a decent time to just sit the fuck down and drinking. watch a movie. Start drinking. <laughs> and have beers. And play the snake game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one, for the record, has ever called it the snake game. At and least they have now. They Maybe have you now. guys have. I don't know. I but, bet you on like three's company they call it the snake game once. But regardless, the problem is, is it used to work like for our younger one, packing some Z bars and packing mm -hmm. like yogurts and packing like things like that actually kind of worked. Those apple Our 10 year old needs like a five course meal yeah. at this point. He's like eating more. Oh my God, he more. eats so much. And it's just like, I'm so sorry that I don't have so a annoying. steak dinner yeah. in the bag to give you so you're not hungry. Eat this garbage and just shut up, right? Oh, I gotta, it's so annoying to have to feed your kids, to actually, be honest about it. And you know, I think that we're kind of people who don't, 
other than like dinner, we don't like we kind of like no. we'll eat on the go. We're I not never like, trying even to make breakfast. a big deal yeah. about just get it. it in my We're belly. just like, dude, you're fine. Just need some protein. Yamma, yamma, yamma. Right? Oh, okay, so speaking of like packing stuff, Felsham, who lives in our neighborhood, says she can pack for a day out with the kids like a pro. I'm Felsham, not quite as good. Come hang out with us. <laughs> no, I said to her that we should get together at some point. So. We should. We should. Um. So this is something that you are good at that I'm not good at, right? So. Eh, up midduck. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Says she's great at planning ahead obsessively, timing naps, making playdates. Seraphine Donnelly says she's great at scheduling shit. This is a good, she says, keep those camps, classes, and activities moving so she doesn't actually have to parent, let other people do it. Um, and AKA Mr. S or Mrs. T says she's great at sports slash activity scheduling and organization. She has a giant spreadsheet and boxes full of equipment and stuff. You are really good at like keeping a calendar, having everyone like logistically knowing what's coming up, what's going to be done, all this kind of stuff. I am terrible at scheduling and organization and all that kind of thing. Um, um, but there are, like, people out there, there's, like, this whole... Incredible, yeah. ...that are so fucking good at this. They have, like, color-coded pantries. Looks amazing. The people who had, like, color-coded schedules for homeschooling, like, at the beginning of COVID and throughout it, how about that? That's a big middle finger for you people. <laughs> no offense. We had... I had one. I had one. I... Here's the yeah, thing. Was... You know what I've been good at since I was, like, young? Okay? I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I almost said the snake in, game. <laughs> in college, you look at that bee Jesus man. By the way, I would not judge Jesus would not have been. Whether okay. or not you're good okay. at the snake okay. game. You want to go We've there? We've got two kids, so. <laughs> okay. So, no, when I was like even back in college, do you remember trapper keepers, people who are old as you us? You use a trapper keeper in college? No. There was an, I, I, you know what it was? It was five star notebooks. It doesn't matter. They had a commercial. And the commercial was like, this year is going to be different. And me and my college friend joked about, I'm really, really good at buying things to organize with. I'm not good great at actually organizing at actually, with those things. Or all kind of organize and then just abandon. Yeah. So I have like a really great plan. So what you like to do is shop. What you don't like <laughs> to do is actually use things. You want to just go buy more things. Congratulations. I have some beautiful planners with inspiration inspirational quotes that have nothing in them <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on so we got discipline was a big category right so lisa rose hutton says she's good at not threatening a consequence that she's not prepared to follow through on she gives herself a little shit and sarcastically says i'm so much fun but i think that's a big skill because no, one of the problems huge. you have with me is that i'll often be like yeah no screens for a week kind of shit which is not only an absolute nightmare for you and I who are going to be with the kids for the rest of that week. And then we don't like to play with them and we don't like to schedule things for them. So we're That's fucking screwed. But, I, by the way, do schedule things. I just don't use the scheduling tools that I've invested in. But going overboard and over-threatening with something that you're not prepared to follow through on not only is not good in the moment, it sets a precedent that makes all of your threats just totally meaningless and makes your discipline completely useless. useless. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I would say that early on when we were still paying attention to parenting books or parenting blogs, that was the one thing that would come we? up. Um, I was, so not threatening a con consequence that you're not prepared to follow through on. And I said, I was like, what they say, this is on channel number one, right? Is that if you do that, they never believe you. They, you have yeah. set the precedent mm -hmm. to where discipline doesn't even work because you are no longer believable mm -hmm. and it's a real them. problem mm -hmm. for the long term. And so anyway, 
we talked about this and it was a problem in Habitat and Buried. And now that our kid is 10, I can say the parenting books were 100% right. <laughs> and this was not a he good tactic for me you to employ. And my threats. Same with yelling. You yell too much and then it starts to become just white noise. It doesn't mean anything. So I got to bring it back down so then my yells start to become powerful again. Or else I just make, I make, yells, make my yells even louder. No. How about that? Let's you already that. have like a loud voice. He doesn't scream nonstop, by the way. Just, you know. What, 60, 70% of the time? For the lawyers? Just... Yeah, for the lawyers. I'm just trying to cover, you know, child services. Here. Speaking of not screaming, Yellowbug319 says she's great at staying super calm when shit really hits the fan. That's a big skill. Remember, so we were with our friends at a park once, and their kid fell and gashed his head open with a rock. Amazing. And they were, like, on it, and they grabbed the kid. They, they knew what good. to do. And meanwhile, I had fainted because there was the possible blood sighting around and i'm not good with that kind I mean, of thing it was she's had like a plastic surgeon on the line in like 10 minutes yeah, yeah. it was they like were, amazing it was, it was amazing. impressive we're just the kids sitting over fine there like, the kids fine now no kids fine not um, even a scar i would say that um that is something i thought i would be good at it's really hard like when the kid's in peril or something scary happens dad and barry is calm. definitely better at the staying calm thing i will give all the snuggles but i am panicking yeah, yeah, exactly. and that doesn't do anybody any good. So yeah. even worse is our 10-year-old panics. So like if something's going panics. wrong or if he thinks something <laughs> bad has happened or like if his little brother trips and gets hurt, the 10-year-old will come like running up the stairs like, what's happened, what happened? And all it does is just make everything... And he'll start crying. We're, oh, he'll yes, start crying for nightmare. each other. That's like what happened in our shit day yesterday. Something yeah. the 10-year-old's oh upset. He's crying. So and then the 5-year-old's upset. And then you're screaming. Bird. And I'm just veering <laughs> off into traffic. It was not... It was not a good afternoon, but then we watched The Bad Batch, and I said, this is what... I did not. Life. I locked myself in my room and ignored everyone. So, My Peanut Adventures, um, she says, surprisingly, I'm good in crisis, because it is the kind of thing you don't necessarily know until it happens, right? So, it's like in the movie The Godfather, when Michael Corleone is not yet involved in the family business, and his dad is in the hospital, and he realizes there's a hit coming, and he goes out front to stand with the baker who was bringing the cake, and they're standing out front, and the hit men drive by... And Michael, in that moment, when he's lighting, the baker can't light the match because his hands are shaking too much. And Michael lights it for him. He looks down and he realizes his hands are steady. And that's when he realizes he's calm and he has a killer instinct. And then he fucking, it's all over there. What then movie the did you just The Godfather. What movie? The only the greatest movie of all time. Although I prefer Godfather too. Anyway, you don't know until it happens, right? So My Peanut Adventure says... She's surprisingly, I'm good in a crisis. I always thought I'd be hysterical, but I keep it together. And then once things are under control, I have a quick cry in the bathroom. What do you think about that? Is that like, if you can keep it together and then you burst, I went backwards a little bit. Yeah, I'm um, like, where are you? Where are you? And this was another thing. So moving on a little bit, this was another thing that came up where a lot, a handful of parents said that they're really good at advocating for their kids. So my peanut adventure says she's most importantly good at advocating for her special needs child. We have a kid with ADHD. We have a kid with a speech delay. And just even now, they're transitioning schools, and you have to be like, all right, like yeah. we need to have these services. We we have to have all these meetings with these admin people who are just inclined to be like, no, we're not going to give this yeah, to right. you. And you have to like, sit there and be like, he needs this. Here's why he needs this. Blah 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 blah. And you need to advocate. And it's a it's a huge skill that you need. And with and you yourself, you've learned that yourself as somebody with MS who's constantly going to doctors and oh. stuff. You need to stress like. You need it. I need this. I need that because they really want to shuffle you around to the next person or whatever. Right. And they don't necessarily take it seriously. Doctor, they have a lot going on and stuff. And so I will say, like, so I'm not working right now since this pandemic began. And um, you know, when she brings this up, I'm thinking about like we are going into 
our older son moving into middle school, our young son were moving to elementary school, and the sheer fucking amount of time mm -hmm. that I have put into like data collection to make sure he gets like an OT service that I know he needs, and just scheduling all these appointments and assessments and da da. I would say we are also good at advocating for that stuff. Um, you know, like even with Munch and getting his ADHD, there's a great episode if any of you are in a similar parenting situation, a but yeah. parenting a kid with ADHD, I know is a really popular episode that was done a while ago um, by us. And yeah, on the Dad and Barry channel, Apple, Spotify, but wherever you get your podcast. helpful just to hear like the kind of shit we went through and hoops you have to jump through. And, you know, even right now I'm dealing with some of that as Hammer's entering kindergarten and just... It's so many people in so many meetings. And the reason I brought up the job thing is like sometimes doing this shit is like job. its own job. Finding the right it's schools here in New York. There's a lot of options. You got to find the oh, right God. schools that have the structure, infrastructure in mm -hmm. place to do that. But they, here's the good thing. We should do an episode on, fight, on going to school in New York and how it's like college <laughs> fucking admissions for your kid to go to sixth grade. And uh, I'd have a lot to say about that right now. And you would never move to New York. The good thing guys, about the ever. good thing about advocating for your child is if you're good at it, you can get other people to take care of your child for you. As somebody said earlier, Seraphine Donnelly said about scheduling stuff. You're like, keep those camps, classes, activities moving. Keep those you know specialized professionals in there taking care of your kids so you don't have to deal with it. I love it. Throwing money at the problem. Exactly. All we need is money, and then we can throw it at the problem. Until Sponsor then we're us. Stuck with the kids. <laughs> Kristen Lee Hinkle says that somehow she instinctively knows what to do in any weird body slash health situation. It's bizarre. She's like, a bug crawled in my kid's ear once and I just like knew to pour hydrogen peroxide in. Did you? Did you know? Because I feel like I could be there and be like, yeah, you know what? I got a good idea. Pour some hydrogen peroxide in it. It would totally be wrong and like melt the kid's ear off. I clearly don't know what hydrogen peroxide is. But look, I'm glad that you're good at it, Kristen Lee Hinkle, but it sounds like a bit of a gamble. It's called Google. You have a phone. It would take like three seconds just to be like, what do I do with if my kid's got a bug in his ear? I mean, I'm, I'm just a little concerned because so I get ear infections like toddler. And this is what I do every year. I get an ear infection every single year when I go swimming. Yep. It is like clockwork. And you pour uh, some shit in your ear. I and pour some shit in my there. ear. And then I pour some more shit in my ear and some more shit in my It's just like, you know. I keep telling you, Elmer's FUD doesn't go in there. It's not going to do really Elmer's FUD. Elmer's glue. That I have to say because you love throwing out obscure pop culture. No, references. mine aren't obscure. Okay. Mine are the best. In It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. There is an episode where a cat. It's gets a in the wall. Show. A cat gets, gets in stuck in a wall. So they decide. How do you get the cat out? Their plan was, we're just going to put more cats in the wall that'll chase that cat out. That's like my approach to your infections. I'm just going to keep putting cats in the wall well, and just see Charlie, what happens. Charlie is a is a smart man. What's that thing with the, when they, when when Danny DeVito, Frankie puts he just, he puts wine in his in his Diet Coke can? Like he's a smart man. He's a smart man. Yeah, anyway, give it to him. Great show, great show. All right, so we got a bunch of random stuff. So to wrap this up, we got a bunch of random stuff where people said the random stuff that they're good at. Um, Al Stryler writes that she's great at taking pictures. That's great, right? We take a lot of photos. Delete yeah, most I'm of them, but they're that. good. I'm good at taking pictures. Dad and Barry's not good at taking pictures of me with the kids. I take a lot of selfies, right? Yeah, focus. they quit that. It's content. You have a TikTok where you put lip balm on. Chapstick. But you can't. Sponsor me. But you can't take a picture of your wife. I and your take children. plenty of photos. Get your shit together. I take buddy. so many photos. You're like these. Oh, I don't like how I look in these photos. And like, what's yeah, the point I mean, of doing this anymore? that's a whole anymore? different problem. You have to also be good at it. Get it together. Oh, so we miss a Shiloh Mason three says she's really good at advocating for a kid's mental health. Um, 
Mbox04 says her kids are the nice kids at school. And that's great that your kids are the nice kids at school, but like what kind of school do your kids go to? They're like, they're the only nice kids there. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just oh, please. I think that's huge. Having nice kids is huge. It is and huge. You obviously want your kids to be the nice kids who will like, you know, befriend the loner or like the kid who's getting picked on, come sit with me, make sure kids aren't lonely, that kind of stuff. It's great. And just generally good. Like, you know, in our kids' elementary school, like, you can just kind of say like, oh, you know, those boys. And everyone knows those boys in his class yeah. that are a handful. I'm not saying they're dicks, but they're a handful. And um, he's not one of those boys. And I think he's a pretty nice kid, our older one. He's, he's Again, on the he's nice super side of the emotional. Yeah. So he's, he's very sympathetic, I think, to people. And like that comes through. Um, I think raising the nice kids just... Round of applause yes, to anyone that doing good. that. So um, Jules, J-E-W-L-Z 1108 says she's good at helping her kids feel confident, which is huge. It's sort of the key to life. If you're confident in yourself, who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? That's how you succeed, even if you're a dumb shit. The flip side of that is you have somebody like Trump who should not be confident in himself. Things go wrong. Not saying that you're raising the next Trump, Jules. Let's work on that. Maybe hang out with uh, Mbox. We'll make sure he's nice and confident. That's the combo that you want. Anyway. Um, to our fellow ADHD parents, I think that's a real it's tough, challenge. Yeah. because they Ten compliments. Are, yeah, they say basically for every negative thing you say to an ADHD kid, you need to give them 10 positive things, which is a lot. It in is. A day. It's hard. It's because hard. I think kids, a lot of ADHD kids go to a negative place. So it's something we're always trying to do and not always succeeding at. Um, Kendra Lou Mesa, good at braiding hair. I've never had the chance. I feel like I'd be a good girl dad, but I haven't had that chance. I bet yeah, you Yeah, you know, you blew it. You want to talk about who blew it? It was yeah. you. I guess I'm not so good at the snake you're game. You're the guy. So here's the thing, guys. <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, snake game <laughs> failed. Guys, here's the thing. So. We were giving dad and Barry a pass because, you know, the men are the one who determine the gender. And we were just giving a pass. Who determine? Okay. It was not like I was like, all right, I want two you know boys. What? I wanted a girl. But regardless, we were, for number two, it was supposed to be a girl, everyone. It was supposed to be a girl. And supposed when it was be. a girl, when it was not a girl, when it was two boys, and after I was done crying, I thought to myself, well, you know, it just, you know, genetics and everything. You come from a family of all boys. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of boys in his lineage. His mom, you know, also wanted a girl, let's be honest, somewhere in there. And uh, you failed there. But here's the problem. That was all good and great. Until his brother Had comes along and has two girls. And then we're like, what the fuck? You don't get a pass anymore. What were you thinking? Maybe they're not his kids. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> they look exactly like him. I think it's pretty safe. So we got, but maybe you can braid their hair. We got to wrap up with uh, with two quick ones, mm -hmm. right? So Jeffrey Spolak 25 says he's good at trying and failing. Which again, as we mentioned earlier, that's really all that matters. The failing doesn't matter so much as the trying. If you keep trying, that's what parenting is all about, right? Just keep giving it your best. Doing what you can do. You gotta wake up the next day and be ready to do it again. I mean, that exactly. in itself, to everyone listening. If you don't run away and leave, you know what? That's not easy to not run away and leave. I've thought about it a lot. Aunt okay. underscore EE4, and a lot of other people said this, but she said, My kids are still alive, asking if she's good at that. And yeah, that's yeah. the key thing. That's huge. You've kept your kids They're alive. alive. And that's all that matters in the long run. fairly healthy um, and cared for. Healthy enough to live. And to everyone, who submitted all of the things that they're good at. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. And you have all kept your kids alive. In fact, most of 
our followers have probably done that. <laughs> Hopefully all of them. I mean, no, I mean, obviously people yes, have tragedies and stuff, yes. which are horrible, but none of them at the fault of the parents. So and, guys, you know, surviving something like that is a skill all in itself. Oh my gosh, that's huge. But to all of you who are listening to us and your kids are alive today, even if they're eating, like, I don't know, pickles and cheese for lunch. What the fuck? Or Cheetos. <laughs> Or like Cheetos and a Gatorade. Mm -hmm. You know what? They're just, alive. Just so long as they're not playing the snake game. <laughs> All right. So you can catch the next episode on wherever you listen to this one on. You can find me and Mama Buried both on Instagram, Dad and Buried, Mama Buried, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere. Um, please subscribe. Leave a rating. We need some ratings, especially on Apple. Some reviews if you got them. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm gonna. I'm just going to go all out and say it. So... I come from a marketing background. So does Dad and Barry, actually. And these, like, ratings and um, reviews are fucking huge. Mm -hmm. So if you want to keep it going and keep hearing us banter with each other and insult each other and talk about the snake game for no fucking reason, then please leave a review, leave ratings, and tell your friends. Pass it along. And keep sending along your input when I ask those questions on my Instagram stories. I know. We actually absolutely love hearing from all of you, and it helps us feel... A little bit camaraderie. We are all a community. Solidarity. And that's what we're trying here in the buried household. So congrats on the things you're good at. Keep working. <laughs> you Keep got working. this. Bye, guys.